Welcome to Engagement Matters, the podcast for business professionals who want to effectively engage with stakeholders and increase the productivity of their teams. Brought to you by JHW Corporate Training. For more resources and to subscribe to the show, visit jhw.com.au. Hi there and welcome to episode 9 of Engagement Matters. My name is Christina Cantus and I am joined today by John Williams. John, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. Yeah. Now, in this episode, we're talking about solutions for stakeholders. John, can you share the story behind this topic and why it's so important? Sure. Um, as service providers, uh, we provide a lot of things, uh, our expertise, um, our knowledge, um, bandwidth, time, um, we challenge ideas, we do all sorts of things for our stakeholders. At the end of the day, however, what stakeholders are looking for is solutions. All the other stuff, we might have lots of capability, they're interested in the bits of our capability that relate to solving a problem for them. The rest is irrelevant. So do you think too many service providers actually focus too much on their own expertise and skill and sharing stuff that their stakeholders don't actually need. Exactly. Too many service providers focus on the inputs, all the good stuff that we can do, rather than what the stakeholder wants, which is outputs. How are you going to solve my problem? Why do you think that is? Uh, because it's easier. <laughs> we, we understand that more fully. We, we are very familiar with what we can do. And we believe it's good. It's great to believe in our products. But the problem is, is unless we can relate that to the stakeholders' actual needs, requirements, opportunities, then it's just noise Mm. as far as the stakeholder is concerned. Okay. So by the end of this episode, what can listeners expect to have learned or gotten out of it? Uh, listeners will understand that, first of all, uh, our job is dependent on providing solutions and that there is no such thing as a solution without a need. So the start of any conversation needs to be about what are the outputs that our stakeholders are requiring. Mm. And only once we understand that fully can we then tailor our offerings to meet those needs, Mm. then you get traction with your stakeholders because you're addressing their needs. Telling them how good you are at everything doesn't really appeal to them. Mm. And in fact, it can sound arrogant. (laughs) Can I just give an example there? I often find that when with my own coaching business, I find that people who come to me who ask for coaching who don't actually know what their goal is and what they want out of it, they're the ones who I'm like, well, I can't actually – give you a suggestion as to what I can do for you because I don't know what you're exactly what you were saying the output don't know what the output is exactly and I just find those conversations really difficult so is that something that you've experienced in your um your years as a as a service provider have you had conversations like that where people haven't actually they don't actually know what they want totally uh well yeah all all the time uh it's interesting sometimes I meet with um new potential customers stakeholders and they say so tell us what you can do And I usually try and turn that around as quickly as possible to tell us what you need, Mm. you know, because I can, we can do lots of things. Uh, I don't want to waste your time just blabbing on about uh, the, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, I really want to understand what you need so that I can focus what we do 
to be in a context of a solution for what you're trying to achieve. So there's a little bit of bartering going on. I clearly need to give them a, a broad outline of the sort of stuff we do. Mm. You know, if he wants a build uh, a bridge built, I'm not an engineer. That's not my bag. So um, I need to give him a little bit of context around uh, the types of things that we do. But then I want to quickly say, so in that context, what are the sorts of things that you're looking for? Where are you trying to take your business? What are you trying to uh, get your people to achieve? So mm. that I can then focus in on providing the solution for that yep. rather than just telling him how good my organization is. Because what happens if you do that? Well, it starts to sound arrogant. And I don't know what you found in the past, but I often uh, encounter arrogant people in the workforce. And I notice that they don't get a great deal of cooperation from anybody. Yeah, because they're just telling people instead of actually listening. Exactly. Speaking of listening, I know that's one of the things that you can do in order to better deliver a great solution for your stakeholders. So let's move on to the, the how part sure. of this podcast. How can we actually listen better and, and actually find out what those needs are? Yeah, sure. So we call it learn then lead, mm -hmm. which is understand the needs and then once you fully understand that stood the needs and done some analysis and worked out various ways that you can sort out, then we lead the customer forward afterwards. With respect to your question, techniques to do it, mm. um, it is clearly about asking good questions. We talked about questions in one of those earlier podcasts. Uh, asking good questions, listening intently and diligently. Uh, probing, uh, drilling down on detail where we need more detail and drilling out to make sure we get the true need, not just their assumed solution. What are the business drivers behind this need? Not just what you think the answer might be. Mm. Too often, uh, a stakeholder might say, what I need is um, three nails and a hammer. Um, so can you deliver that to me? That's not a, that's not a need. That's his assumed solution. Right. Clearly what he's trying to do is actually join two pieces of wood together by the sound of it. But until I know exactly what they're trying to achieve, I could provide him a nail, uh, three nails and a hammer and the wood splits and it wasn't appropriate solution and it doesn't work. Mm. I'm then going to take the blame for that, even though I did exactly what they'd asked for. I'd have been much better off saying, okay, I understand that one potential solution could be three nails and a hammer, but tell me, what is it you're actually trying to achieve? Because there could be other solutions and some of them might be better. And once they've told me exactly what it is they're trying to do, I might say, well, a dovetail joint with glue and a few screws might make a far better job, a more solid uh, joint than three nails and a hammer. Mm. And now I'm able to offer my expertise. Right. So I guess in a in a real world sort of a corporate environment, it might be similar to someone saying, we need workshops, we need workshops, we need workshops for, for all of these people when what they're trying to achieve is it might be more of a, an individual need per person rather than group workshops. So is that 
similar a similar thing where they have an idea of what they want but in order to achieve their goal it's what the actual what of or the how of what you do is yes. is different you're absolutely right there christina in my business when we're delivering our workshops mm. uh, we have several customers whose goal from the workshop is to turn their technical specialists into true consultants that are able to consult from their body of expertise. Whereas we have other stakeholders, other customers that use us to help get their book smart people to behave in a more street smart way. Mm. And yet we have another bunch of customers that talk about using our workshop to help them um, embed the cultural direction of the organization. And others, um, some risk and audit type people, they're trying to get us to help their risk management people become value-added consultants rather than just the policeman with the big stick. Now, that's four very different requirements. We can solve each of those requirements using much the same base material from our workshops, but we have to know exactly what they're trying to achieve so that we can bend it slightly differently for each of those needs to fully f satisfy the customer's need mm. rather than just ticking a box and say, well, we ran the workshop. Yeah, it's really important. So what if an organization or a stakeholder don't actually know what their needs are? What a magnificent opportunity for a service provider that is. Mm. So yeah, often um, while we're running workshops, it's one of the objections that often comes up, Christina. There's, uh, so, you know, one of the participants say, oh, it's really difficult because our stakeholders don't really know, understand what they need. I see that as a wonderful opportunity to sit down with them, ask them questions. Would, you know, what would it be like if you could achieve this? How would you like, you know, where is, what's keeping you awake at night? What's your biggest challenges? Where's the hassle in what you're currently doing? What, how would you like to see it better? Um, were you aware that there's been these technological developments that would allow you to do X, Y, and Z? And we can lead. Mm. our stakeholders through to a new vision of where they could reach. And they'll really appreciate that. Oh, that from, <laughs> from various aspects. Number one, you've helped educate them. Number two, you've helped move their horizons forward. And number three, they're going to look at you as a, the, the first cab off the rank in terms of the people that can provide that solution. It's a magnificent way of positioning yourself in the box seat, in, the, on, in pole position, if you like with that stakeholder. So that that's a great opportunity when the the stakeholder themselves doesn't truly understand what the potential is. I'd mm. say, yeah. So what if also you're talking with maybe there's multiple people that you're speaking with, multiple decision makers, and what if each of their needs or what they think their needs are are different? How do you manage and work through that? Yeah, good question. A good question because I think many of our listeners might work in complex environments where there isn't just one stakeholder, but there's multiple stakeholders and possibly a management team. And the disappointing thing about the world, uh, fact of life, is that actually management teams, leadership teams, whatever you want to call them, by their design often create a fair bit of conflict between the players within the team. So the situation you've just described is not unusual. In fact, it's more often the usual. 
that members of a leadership team will have differing ideas about where we need to get to and how to get there. Again, I see this as a magnificent opportunity for a good service provider because that leadership team realizes that they've reached stalemate and they're, they're, they're at loggerheads with one another. If we as good professional service providers can help them find, negotiate a way through, find the compromises, find the common ground so that we can move them all together, uh, undoubtedly, there will be common ground, there will be compromises to be found, there will be uh, areas where they can agree, they just haven't been hel helped through that process. So I think it's a magnificent opportunity for any service provider to be able to provide that service for those stakeholders, bring them together, probably in some sort of workshop where they're all together. Mm. And um, I might refer now back to an earlier podcast we did on facilitation of workshops yes. and some of the key hints and tips might be a, a, a worth worth dusting the, the, the cobwebs off that one and rehearsing that because um, that's a magnificent opportunity for moving mm. our initiative forward, but also gaining great credibility with the key members of that leadership team. Mm. The podcast's not that old. <laughs> I wouldn't say there's cobwebs on it just yet. Okay. Maybe a thin layer of dust. Nah, it was only a couple of weeks ago. I um, thought technology moved much, much more rapidly <laughs> than you're suggesting. So definitely check out that facilitation episode if you're thinking, well, what John has suggested sounds like an awful lot of work having to go back and forth and create more workshops for these people. But I suppose the beauty and the, um, the important thing with doing that extra work is that you'll actually get better results in the end doing that extra work up front. Specific, yeah, absolutely true. You, you get <laughs> you get rewards for what you, uh, you you do. Absolutely. Are there any other issues that you see or that you know of when it comes to trying to garner these yeah. these clear needs from stakeholders? Yeah, there's, there's there's a little bit of an elephant in the room. I think <laughs> um, the obvious one um, and happens so often. I can't get an appointment with this stakeholder, so I don't even get to ask the questions. I can't get into his or her diary. Um, or if I do get into their diary, they're clearly there under duress and don't want to answer my questions. They may bullshit me. Am I allowed to say that? Um, they may give me partial truths. They may mislead me. They, so I'm certain some of our listeners have been in this situation where we're trying to understand their needs, but we're not getting the full story or we're not getting an accurate story or we're not getting any story at all. Uh, if we're being blocked from finding out their true requirements, then clearly we're being blocked from providing our solution for them and that's the raison d'etre for us being there. It almost eliminates why we're, you know, our mm. role. Does that mean that you're purely there as a box ticking exercise? Well, it can do. <laughs> and nobody thrives at that. Mm. The underlying reason behind this is that nobody shares their problems with strangers. Now, we need to understand the underlying reason. But at the end of the day, if the stakeholder doesn't know me, then why would he spend time with me? Because they don't trust you yet. They don't know what you're all about. Yep. Doesn't know anything about John. So we're going to come on to an episode 
the next episode will be about building engagement with stakeholders. But the answer to all those problems that we just talked about, that the access to the information, if you like, all comes back to engagement. Don't expect state stakeholders to engage fully and open up with you if they don't know anything about you and there's no relationship. We believe that you need to put certain things in place to make that stakeholder confident to open up with you. Mm. It may be that they're saying they're too busy. If they're too busy, they're meeting with somebody. It's just that you're not on high enough on their priority list. So how do you lift yourself to be on that priority list? Yep. So we'll be talking about that in the next episode. Next episode, building engagement. And we see that as a prerequisite to learn then lead. Mm. You will often be frustrated in your learning, in your understanding of their needs, if you haven't built sufficient engagement first. Once you've built strong engagement, then they will open up with you. They will share, they will make their time available to you. They will share honestly and fully because they will have realized that it's worth their while. Mm -hmm. So there's a challenge for you listening is to listen more to your stakeholders and try to uncover what is that, what is that goal, that overarching goal that they're looking to achieve that you could potentially and hopefully provide that solution for. Yeah. Thanks so much, John, for sharing your knowledge and wisdom on the show. If you listening want to hear want the transcript to this episode, we're putting links to all of our podcasts at jhw.com.au slash podcast. There's a player there with all the episodes there for you to listen to, as well as links to individual episodes where you can download the transcripts as well. If you feel like this is valuable and you want to send it to someone who you think would also appreciate it. So thank you. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks, Christina. Thank you for listening to Engagement Matters, the podcast brought to you by JHW Corporate Training. To download free resources or to join one of our public engagement skills workshops, visit jhw.com.au.